Welcome to Lost Without Japan, a travel podcast about the life-changing experiences of exploring Japan and those moments we would be lost without. For your listening pleasure, allow me to introduce your very own Kanko Gaido, Michael. Welcome to this week's episode of Lost Without Japan, a podcast based on Japan and your Lost Without Moments. This is your director of travel for TKIC Studio Productions, coming to you with positive thoughts and excitement for your next trip to Japan and his own return this summer. I'd like to thank you for giving me a bit of your time today, and I truly hope this podcast finds you in a good place or on the path to a better one, no matter how it may seem at this moment. My belief is we can all use a beacon like this one in our lives to help guide us during these times, and my hope is that Japan, along with the show, will become that for you. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you're a returning Lost Without listener, I thank you again for your time and returning once more. As always, the advertising I include in my show is done for free and has helped to continue to promote the friends of the show that we've interviewed in the past. Let's get started for today's trip, which was recommended by one of our show's Patreon members, and is just one of the perks that come from our membership for our show. Today's day trip episode will bring us to a first for the show, as we'll be visiting Okinawa, or in this instance, Okinawa Island, known as Okinawa Honto. One nice thing about this location is that you can fly directly there and begin your Japan adventure by enjoying the beach, this amazing location, and have that be all at the same time. For those of you that are into slice of life animes, I stumbled across an anime while actually researching and writing up this show that takes place in an aquarium in Okinawa called the Antelope of White Sand that is on Crunchyroll for those of you that live outside of Japan. This location is a great add-on from Tokyo as it's just three hours by plane from Tokyo's Haneda Airport. One plus is that a flight is under $200 one way at the time of recording for the show. Remember, you can also even use your JAL discount program if you don't live in Japan for a discounted ticket as well to avoid the discount airlines altogether. If you're flying in or out of Okinawa for your arrival to Japan or the stop before returning home at the end of the trip. This is truly a wonderful add-on. One thing to take into account though is you'll need to take advantage of luggage services as when you fly from Okinawa back mainland you won't have that international bag clearance. So just one of those things to take into account as you'll be flying regional airlines. Don't worry though there are plenty of services to take advantage of and it is a super quick turnaround. My recommendation is usually to throw some things into your day bag that you bring on with you, enough for that following day and maybe two. You have made it. Today is the day you continue your journey through Japan. So go ahead and take a few deep breaths and come along with your tour group as we make sure your journey today is as wonderful as possible. Whether it's your first trip, a return trip, and just enjoying this awe-inspiring country. For the purpose of our show, we're going to use the end of September 2023 for rates for lodging, knowing full well that these rates will likely increase or decrease the closer it gets 
or depending on what festivals end up popping up. One thing to take into account when doing your bookings is always make sure they are fully refundable. That way, if you decide to change where you're going or what dates you'll be there, you can get your money back and use it for your new location. Remember, you can always reach out to the show at lostwithoutjapan at gmail.com or if you want a quicker response at lostwithoutjapan on Instagram, just as two other people did recently. And I was able to answer some questions and give some assistance to help make sure that they are having a wonderful trip to Japan coming up here awfully soon. As always, the timestamp to bring you to our talk on some information about Okinawa will be provided in our show notes. So if you'd like to jump directly there, you can. There's also going to be a second timestamp for when we get into our day trip talk. So if you have some background on lodging and Okinawa in general, uh, you could choose to skip to that point. But there is quite a bunch of information in this as lodging and things are a bit different than mainland Japan. Before we get into the history of Okinawa, I wanted to give a quick shout out. Read more Japanese, push your career further, and lower that ceiling on the last 10% of your learning with Maple Lopo Schoolhouse. College caliber training designed specifically for readers and serious learners of Japanese. Enroll at mapleloposchoolhouse.com. Maple Lopo rhymes with maple, so Maple Lopo. Let's go into today's talk by discussing a bit about Okinawa Island. The name Okinawa means rope in the open sea and represents a long stretch of islands between Japan and Taiwan which consists of 49 inhabited islands and 111 uninhabited ones. Okinawa is truly a popular beach holiday destination for mainland Japan, and is so much so that you can find frequent flights to this location from all major cities of Japan, and should truly be considered for your next trip. With their own language and customs, Okinawans regard themselves as different from mainland Japan, and some still harbor a certain degree of resentment towards the mainland for the way the islands were treated during World War II, and in some instances, even before that. I'm not going to go into that history today. There are plenty of podcasts to find that information, but instead, I'm just going to focus on a more general history of the area. Okinawans proudly call themselves Uchin Anshu, or Sea People in their local language, and talk of the way things are done in the Shima Islands. In contrast to the ways of the mainland, known as Hanto, and standard Japanese Yamato, in their local dialect. Due to its history with China, Okinawan culture can have a stronger Chinese influence at times than mainland Japanese culture, and even celebrates local festivals according to the Chinese calendar. Okinawan culture is popular throughout Japan thanks to popular musicians and its unique local foods. The island has produced a disproportionate number of musicians, most famously for J-pop singer Naomi Amaro, who will take us out for our song of the show today, as well as the soundtrack for the before-mentioned anime. On the roof or at the gate of almost every house, you can stand a great chance of spotting an Okinawan Shisa, otherwise known as the Guardian Lion Dogs. If you see the open mouth, it is meant to catch good luck. 
while the other you might see with its mouth closed is meant to keep fortunes in. You might think that Okinawan cuisine would be similar to mainland Japan, but it is indeed different. Here you'll find a variety of ingredients mixed together to create complex flavors. One of the most famous dishes in Okinawa is chankuru, meaning mix, which is a stir-fry of tofu, vegetables, and meat. Spam can be found as well, along with some vegetables that you won't often find in mainland Japan, including a purple yam called goya, which are often served in vinegar or mixed with porridge. Dark cane sugar is also a popular snack and can be found in a variety of candies and pastries. Okinawa is a great place to visit, but you should be very aware that you'll get sunburned very quickly. So make sure to cover yourself or use a lot of sunblock and reapply throughout the day. You may hear from others as well when doing your research that there are venomous snakes and such, but you're truly unlikely to run into any if you do. If by some chance you were bitten, the stats say that it's less than a 3% chance of that untimely demise. So truly, you should be fine to just focus on enjoying your trip. Although I would not consider Okinawa to be just a day trip, I would consider it to be a couple of day trips. We're going to start you off, though, on one of those days yourself and know that if you're in Tokyo and need to get away and really want some amazing beach locations, this is a great, amazing getaway in general. Now on to today's day trip talk. For those of you beginning your journey with me today, it's important to know that you'll need a car to truly get around and explore if you're coming from US or Australia and among other countries as well, that means you'll need an international license. I'm going to include a link in the show's notes about this for the US and Australia to cover what you need to do, but it is very straightforward and pretty inexpensive at around under $50 for the US. Also, the area around the airport is known to have less than stellar traffic, so give yourself a lot of extra time when you are heading back or when you're looking to head out to begin your journey and get to your lodging. For many of you, this means you'll be needing an international driver's license as public transportation isn't really an option on this trip. There are some buses and things you can take, but we'll get into why it's much better to have your own car here shortly. One thing to take a note of as well is if you're looking to take advantage of duty-free shopping, as you'll only find this when you're in larger shopping malls in the area. You'll also need to double check what items qualify and know that it can vary, but there is a minimum that you need to spend to qualify. Sometimes that could be around 5,399 yen. I'd recommend using and utilizing the Visit Japan website and app to pre-register for your trip to help expedite your time through customs so that you can get a QR code that will be scanned and allow you to begin your adventure and fun that much sooner. You can also use the passport function of this to get a QR code as well. Um, although lots of locations for Okinawa that I was looking at still said that they need your passport. From the airport, you can get your rented car and head off for about a 45 minute trip by car 
to get to our choice of lodging. With it being a 45 minute drive, a taxi really is not an option. You can do buses, but that 45 minute trip is going to become an hour and 45 minutes at a minimum with you having to go through 50 stops along the way. Now that we are talking about our lodging options for Okinawa, through Priceline for the dates we're looking at, I was able to find a small Toyota hybrid for rental for around $73 a day with a shuttle to your car from Naha Airport. There are some other options as well that you could use that do and are used to dealing with English-speaking tourists and family members. I will leave that information for Fuji Rental Car as one of those in today's show notes. With either a decent drive or a lengthy bus ride in front of us, let's use that time in the car, barring that you're not driving, or that time on the bus to learn a little bit about the lodging options in Okinawa. Broadly speaking, accommodations of, for Okinawa can be divided into four options. Cheap basic lodging, Airbnb, a more extravagant resort, or even campsites. That being said, summer is most likely not a time that you want to be utilizing that last choice as an option. Minshuku lodges are aimed at surfers and divers looking to save some money. And unlike the mainland, many offer even specialized in lodging with no meals included. This is the very cheapest of what you can find on Okinawa, and they can require you to share larger rooms, just like you might find at hostels, and can go for less than 2,000 yen, but could be typically around 3,000 to 5,000 yen, some of which, when you start nearing that 5,000 yen, will end up including at least that breakfast to start you off with. Now, this could be a huge savings when we get into pricing for other options, but take into account that you can very easily expect to pay for things that you wouldn't expect, like use of a fridge or even a shower or more. So in Naha, you can even find lodging below 2,000 yen that are these accommodations that we're talking about. So depending on you and what money you have and finances, this could truly be an option for you. As we move on for our talk on lodging, we're going to explore some camping options in Okinawa. I did find a site that was all in English, Navy MWR Okinawa. There are many campsites around Okinawa, some of which are some very nice beaches. Some sites offer cabins or RV campers. Through the campsite I mentioned, though, you can get a two-bedroom cabin for $95 a night, one bedroom for $60 a night, a pet-friendly cabin is $70 with a maximum of two pets, RV campers for $55 a night, and sites for your tent as well. Some camping sites can be even cheaper, but expect sites that are in English or that cater to foreigners to be more expensive. You can expect to pay for showers at these sites, but you can end up having access to some cooking or cleaning facilities as well. That being said, some will even rent you a grill for 2,000 to 3,500 yen a night, which could be a you know fun and memorable one-time expense. But quickly, for me at least, if I'm doing that on the regular, probably is going to have me wishing I paid for other lodging. 
you could end up finding bed and breakfast options as well as Airbnb. Some of the bed and breakfast options can eclipse 15,900 yen and can go up from there as well. One such of these is the Akachi Guest House, which I've included in our show's Google Maps and show notes as well, as many reviews mention a wonderful experience and that the hosts speak English as well. You'll need to book through the site, however, to take advantage of this location. Our lodging choice for today is going to eclipse the pricing we've talked about for today, but is a great option for those of you that just want to enjoy the beach and a resort on your stay. And for those of you that have rented that car to head out and explore when you want to escape that resort life. Now, one thing to take into account is that when you're at these types of resorts that you're going to run into much higher, higher pricing for diving, snorkeling, or just any fun on the water. Our group will be staying at the Renaissance Okinawa Resorts in Ona, Okinawa, which is around $440 a night for a twin bedroom and goes up to $830 a night for a beach view room that sleeps up to four with two sofa beds and two twin beds. Pricing drops quite dramatically off season in October to be around $250 a night. Personally, I would most likely explore Airbnb which ranges from $65 to $328 a night for the same time and area, as this lodging, with one in particular I found in my quick search, I ended up seeing one Airbnb option for $65 a night with access to a double bed, shower, and free parking. I will search and use the ones that I found as a starting point. The resort is a Marriott, but it is a very Japanese-style hotel with low beds and not the typical soft mattresses that you'd expect to find elsewhere. Rooms all have Wi-Fi, but the TVs do not allow access to anything except Japanese TV. Sorry, you won't be able to connect your HDMI or your Roku or devices. Check-in is after 2 p.m. and check-out is before 11 a.m. One thing of note is children 2 and under are free, but children 3 through 12 years old will be billed at 80% of an adult's cost, and they will need to be paid separately during your stay as it is not factored in automatically when you book. This can really make a huge difference in price for your stay, so check into Airbnb, check into other lodgings, unless that this is, you know, what does it for you. From reviews, Breakfast was wonderful and worth it, but dinner was considered to be too pricey. Remember, you can choose to snorkel and enjoy the beach that's there for you, but as we always do with our show, we're going to be heading out and hopping in that rented car and explore what the island has to offer. I always like to look for something to eat before getting too much into my exploration, and today is no exception. Our closest location for breakfast is just a three-minute drive away at the Bros Sandwich Stand which is a great alternative to hotel and resort breakfast or just a great place to grab some sandwiches for your later enjoyment on the beach or just for lunch. They're open from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. every day, except Wednesdays when they are closed. Although it's not exactly breakfast, you can get a bacon and egg sandwich with lettuce for around 750 yen. The Philly cheesesteak sandwich is far and away the most popular for the location at 950 yen, and has so many rave reviews. 
For you grilled cheese lovers, you won't be disappointed, and you can add french fries onto any of these sandwiches for 220 yen, or have it be with a drink and those fries for 550 yen. There are a lot of add-ons you can do as well to truly customize your sandwich. For around 100 yen, you can add on an egg, piece of pineapple, ham, and pickles. For 150 yen, you can have a variety of cheese and jalapenos. For 200 yen, you can have avocado, tomatoes, bacon, spam, and shrimp added to your sandwich. After a full stomach, it's time to head out and begin our exploration of Okinawa by visiting Piranha Divers Okinawa, which is just a 27-minute drive from our previous stop or a 47-minute combined combination of bus and traversing under our own power for a cost of around 900 yen. The bus stop is a six-minute walk from the sandwich shop, followed by a 32-minute bus ride and another eight-minute walk. The location says it's open from 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. each day, but I would call or check in advance just to make sure that someone is there as they could be out with other groups doing diving. And I did see on occasion, some people say that they showed up and there was no one there. There are also quite a few lodging options around this spot for those of you that are looking to mainly be focused on our next activity I'm gonna talk about, which is diving. One absolutely huge plus about this location is that classes are offered in English and German. On top of that, they'll, they can end up picking you up from your lodging and taking you directly to your dive locations with communication through the app WhatsApp. Their site is in English and offers courses from beginners all the way up to advanced certifications. I'm going to direct you to their site to go through all of their offering for those of you that are interested, and they'll be reaching out for future interviews as well. Let's keep our fingers crossed. If they're able to fit us in, we'll spend a whole episode going into depth about diving in Okinawa. Their most popular choices for beginners looks to be around 25,000 yen, which really, like with current current conversion rates, is $175 per person. And I would truly think that this would end up being, you know, just more. In the package, you get two dives and our top basic diving skills to see if this is something that is for you. There is absolutely no experience necessary, but there are some requirements. You're gonna end up having a maximum of two people per instructor, and you can have access to a camera to use for an extra fee, but your payment does include your diving gear. If things go well and you wanna do more, you can head out even further with some additional courses. If you enjoy that, you can even sign up for a three-day course to get your diving certification card after going through confined water training while experiencing four ocean dives where you will go down to 18 meters or 60 feet. All of this is though certification with a diving buddy. Groups are up to four divers per instructor with no experience necessary, but there are some restrictions. Courses usually start at 9 a.m. and finish around 4.30 p.m. at the dive shop and cost around 80,000 yen or $575 US. All students that take this course must have the ability to swim, feel comfortable in and around water, and that does mean that you need to be able to tread water for 10 minutes and be able to swim a minimum distance of 200 meters, independently without stopping or the need of swimming aids. All swimming exercise will be 
performed in water that is going to be too deep for you to stand in. And the inability to meet those swimming requirements will result in you not being able to participate any further in the course. Training is offered mainly in English, while online training materials are available in many different languages. Participants who speak other languages than English need to just reach out ahead of time and communicate so before the course starts. Training is purchased, but it is important to know that your certification is earned. It, and it all is on how well you do. If you fail to meet the requirements for certification for diving with a buddy, you will not be able to get a refund on the course. Um, you know, you're still getting a lot from it. One very important thing to take into account with diving in general is that you cannot fly for 18 to 24 hours after your last dive. So make sure that you have this factored into your plans for your stay in Okinawa. There is so much more included and so many more courses to talk about, some of which get you that certification for solo divers and like I said, just so much more. At this time, though, I'm going to pause our talk on that and go into some talks about the Okinawa Archipelago and share why it's something that you should give serious consideration to seeing. The Okinawa Archipelago is one of the best diving destinations that I think many of us outside of Japan or just those of us that don't have much knowledge of diving may not know. For many of us, we'd be shocked to know that it is actually on par with the Great Barrier Reef of Australia when it comes to the number of species you can find. You'll be able to find over 400 types of coral, five types of sea turtles, manta rays, whale sharks, hammerhead sharks, and many other types of tropical fish. One perk of diving in Okinawa is that there are a lot of diving can be done from the shore and doesn't even require to use a boat. For those of you with diving certification, you can end up getting full gear rental with tanks for around 6,000 yen per day. It is important to bring cash though, as more than a few shops do not offer payment by credit card. One thing to take into account for most of these shops is that language barriers can be an issue as they're mainly set up to cater towards Japanese speaking tourists. After our adventure starts, it's time to add a bit of relaxation at Aeon Shatan with a possible stop at the Hot Springs Spa. This location is open from 9 to 11 each day and is a 45-minute drive from our diving location or an hour and 10 minutes by bus. For those of you that are more interested in beach lifestyles and not going diving, it is actually just a 25-minute drive or 45-minute bus ride from our show's lodging for today. This is not the size of what you'd expect of an Aeon Mall, but there are a few shops with a food court that has three offerings. It is located near Okinawa Sunset Beach, though, and could be a good getaway from the heat or just for you to get a drink. Beach locations and the mall is saved in our Google Maps for Okinawa. For those of you looking for donuts for your breakfast, there is a Mr. Donuts that you can find, as well as a boba shop and a Starbucks as well. You can also shop at a 100 yen store, visit their supermarket, the department store, or the arcade as well. Plus, this location has lots of parking available nearby. If you're looking for a taxi, reviews mention that you can get them before 8 p.m. 
at the around the mall and i probably would put that closer to six just to be on that safe side and they can be available at our next location for listeners um, a little bit later as well it is also mentioned that if you're looking to take advantage of the tax-free purchases for this shopping area you will you will need your actual passport and it needs to be above 5,000 yens and it does need to be from a list of approved items. Don't worry, I didn't forget my mention of a spa, and there are quite a few options for massages in the area as well. For our next stop, we're going to the Termi Villa Tulo U Pool and Spa. The looks to be open from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. each day. Although it may be a bit pricey, and I would recommend bringing your own towel so that you don't have to be pay like you know an additional rental fee. It does offer something that most places in Japan do not, which is that everyone there will be wearing a swimsuit. There are two places to soak and one sauna and even a milk vending machine for the for all of you to get out and enjoy. Weekday pricing for those that don't live in the area is 1300 yen per adult, 800 yen for children between 4 and 11. Weekend and holidays is 1600 yen per adult and 800 again for children. If you're over 65, you can expect to save between 100 and 300 yen for your stay, but you will need to show your passport to confirm your age. If you come early at 7 a.m. and it would need for you to exit uh, before 9 a.m., you can get a discounted pricing of it just being 700 yen per person. Although the pricing is more you'd expect for a service that is being offered and the size, I'd say it's comparable with being in a vacation area such as Okinawa. Our choice for dining today is the chicken soba ishigufu and reminds me of many places I've found when traveling that don't look very appealing from the outside, can look super small, but they are filled to the brim with countless glowing reviews. So many local reviewers are found talking about this selection. And let me tell you, you are going to find an insane amount of A&W's, McDonald's, Taco Bell's, and other Western fast food style places in Okinawa. So finding something like this is just, you know, just so, so welcome. Although they do not have English menus, they do have pictures that you can point to in order to be able to do your ordering. And in our show notes, you can even pull up the menu. And if it's on Google, have it translated to English to help you figure out what you'd like to do. This location offers a wide variety of udon dishes, onsen egg rice, gyoza, some ramen, and rice bowl meals. You will need yen to pay and no credit cards are accepted. One thing owners ask though is to just be careful with your noise levels as there are private residences on both sides of this location. Before going to a park, I would also look online to, you know, just see where you and your car need to be as there's a couple pictures of a hand-drawn parking map that show where you can park and where they would like for you not to so that you're not impeding on spots that are available for nearby shops. There's no pricing on their site or in pictures that I can find that aren't from 2022, but I would consider their pricing to, you know, this be a good starting point from you. 
and noticed that a lot of their meals topped out at 920 yen for a bowl of udon with a drink, which in my, like, like when you're in this area like this, that is a vacation destination, that is a huge deal. This location is definitely on my list of must visit locations for our group and just myself in general. One thing to take into account is that they are closed on Mondays and Tuesdays and only are open from 10 to 3 outside of that. Before we head back to our lodging and move on to our honorable mentions, I wanted to point out that there is a Family Mart and a 7-Eleven fairly close by for those of you that are looking to get water for the following day. And I would recommend, especially in this location, getting like two larger waters. And if you have that ability, freeze one of them, throw it in your pack. And by the time it is thawed, you'll be ready to, and, and be able to enjoy some colder water without, you know, having to just be warm throughout the day. Now, some of those snacks could also be used at the beach or just at your own lodging later on. I have saved a 7-Eleven, a Family Mart, and a few others um, in the show's Google Maps. In the end, Okinawa will, will most likely require a few days to visit, especially for those looking to dive. But it is worth it and something that you will remember for the rest of your life. Think about adding it to your next trip to Japan, and who knows, you might have your own moment that will become a favorite story that you'll end up telling everyone that you can and be a highlight of your trip to Japan. Our honorable mention section is going to be for Okinawa and just some places that I want to recommend for your trip. I'll use this time to recommend possible add-ons, replacement locations, and things like shopping, snacks, meals, lodging, just other places that you can supplement for your own adventure. My additional choice for lodging is a four-star location, the Hotel Nico Olivia, which can go up to $600 a night US without going through discount sites that can drop the pricing by $200 a night. I know that I say if you're using family lodging in Japan to book through the site so they get it, but this instance, save your $200. But no, like, why am I paying so much, you know, for, for my lodging, Mike? Well, one thing that you are going to encounter is some amazing customer service and your own private beach. Amazing views, a huge, huge private pool, tennis courts, wedding venues, and the ability to have cheesecake on the beach. I mean, can you put a price on that? They also offer a tea and treat experience for 4,000 yen a person and is a great reason to dress up. One word to the wise, though, is that if you book through a travel site, it does mean that they, even though they say they offer pickup from the airport on their site or the use of a bicycle, because you're saving that $200, they will not be available to you. Depending on, though, like if that's worth it to you, I'd rather just save the $200 and think of it having paid for almost three days of your car rental, <laughs> you know, or put it towards the diving classes that we talked about before. Plan on using your translation app, but some reviews do mention that the staff does have limited English. One of the most sacred locations for worship in Okinawa is Sifa Yutaki and was registered as a World Heritage Site in 2000. Parking is quite a bit away, though, and is 300 yen, 
although some may see there's not much to do here or, you know, experience besides nature, but please don't let it sell you short. This is an area that many believe have a lot of spiritual power. For those that are into power spots, this could be an easy add-on for you. One thing I'd mention though, this is a place of worship for many people. So keep our volume and our talking just at a minimum. And one thing that you just want to take into account when visiting any spiritual sites um, that aren't just a tourist trap location. One thing that popped up again and again is to be careful, as many of the paths that are at this location are slippery. So take our time, go slow, and wear good shoes. If you're looking for a getaway from all the other tourists, or just all of the hustle and bustle, or just take a break from bus rides, you could definitely do a lot worse. Near our previous locations from our main day trip section is another family-friendly shopping area known as America Village. Some reviews mention that the Friday nights have fireworks, and I don't know if this is just something that happens throughout the summer, or just a string of recent festivals. At night, all the lights end up adding a unique feeling to the area, and is really when I would look to visit it. It could be a nice getaway, as there are a lot of restaurants to enjoy there as well, and you'll end up feeling like you're on a movie set. One additional place for dining as well, with the ability to listen to Okinawan folk music, is the Live House Shimatawa. Live performances are held every single day and is a perfect place to visit if you want to experience something unique. One dish the location is known for is rafute, stewed pork ribs, which are said to be very tender. Please know that if there is music, you can expect to be charged a music service fee, which could add up to 2,000 yen per person to your tab and from different various reviewers mentioned that the, their meal and time there ended up costing anywhere between 4,000 to 6,000 yen per person. On its own, just going for food is not really what I'm gonna recommend. I would really make sure that there is a performance that's going to be going on, as really that meal that you're paying for is just a nice side bonus. With that, we're going to bring our talk to an end for today. Please give a follow, a like, and a comment on your favorite streaming service. For updates on the show, feel free to give a follow on Instagram at Lost Without Japan. If you've enjoyed today's show, feel free to support us by buying a copy or becoming a member of our show's Patreon. Link to both are in our show's notes. Thank you to our recent members who have donated, who have Help me save up for that second microphone that I'm going to be taking with on my trip. And it's just going to be so much fun being able to do even more interviews while I'm there. Thank you to both Blake and the Paris family as they are our show's most recent Patreon members. Love the support. Thank you all so much. Japan Tour Adventure designs off-the-beaten-path tracks, walking and cycling guided experiences in the Kansai region. We offer more authentic vibes where you wouldn't dare to go on your own, with nature, local places such as art, food, and drink, and 
all of their searches have a priority on sustainability and zero discrimination. Solo travelers, groups, families, and friends, we are waiting for you. For more information about these experiences, visit their website at japantouradventure.com. Looks like we're ready to call it a night before we begin our next adventure and as we continue our exploration of Japan. On behalf of Lost Without Japan and the entire crew, I'd like to thank you for joining us on this trip. And we're looking forward to seeing you on board again in two weeks for our next episode. To everyone out there, Oginki Day. Stay well, my friends. I found a man who has his dreams and desires Me TV the Agarus, that's all I gotta do Then she got to make us all the nobody knows Just follow me because I know what you want It is
Sazana.